Hello, everyone. I am your host, GCR. Uh, we are currently on our winter menu, which means we have a butternut squash soup and root vegetables. Uh, please enjoy the show. It's a trap! That shows its quality of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, hello, friends, and Cartoon Joe. <laughs> we were talking earlier before we started recording, and uh, you two would not let me get in my dad joke. Don't so want. I'm, going, I'm going to use my platform now. Flat. Asked where the Baja takes you, but I'm going to talk <laughs> time about Austro-Hungarians and then Austro-Hungarians and then possibly Prussians. I just I, I don't mean like any Prussians. <laughs> I mean like they've got the pointy hats and all that. You no win. one's been filibustered by that. Part you of win. <laughs> you win. I'm done in, in over a hundred years. Oh, Prussian filibuster <laughs> takes the day. <laughs> Oh, so that is our one, two, three, four. That is our fifth show title already um, because we are starting in hot. We are starting to import show titles from the pre-show into this. It is it's seeping our pre-show that's on Clubhouse every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Had a great room tonight. Where's Uh, where's Clubhouse? Is that that sounds like it might be a bit of a X-rated thing. It is. Well, that's if you go to uh, it's like Clubhouse, but you're allowed to be there if you have Android. It's a very, oh, it's, okay. it's very ethical. <laughs> okay, sure. Which is a thing that they're advertising. Like, now like it's all masters. blurry, like Japanese, or there's no frontal. I think it's, I think the concept is that it's, uh, um, it's women ran. And so like, um, orgasms are real. And right. Uh, there's a lot of foreplay. Yeah. I think that <laughs> might be what it is. Uh, we have to have anyone say that. What? Oh my God. Orgasms are real. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Would I'm you like? Fa- I'm a big fan of the, uh, of the lady production houses of erotica. I, yes. It's very tastefully done. I am, I'm not bothered by it at all. Would you like to hear the uh, pre show show titles, Nick? I would. I'm sorry I missed it. I guess it, the fact that it exists at 8.30 in my world doesn't really yeah, make it a very true. feasible thing with chillins and whatnot. Uh, the GCR dick pic JPEG number one. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the my 16-bit nightmare. The outlaw dogs. <laughs> uh, bone-in asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so far, one of so far the <laughs> the second best thing Joe Snedden has ever said. Tra- traditional asshole. It's just sorry. That's oh, that's a jo- that's a Joseph. Yeah, bone in asshole. I, a Joseph. I would love to get real quick just the context if you could, because that would mm, a guy uh, on the pre-show sets my, sets my mind aflame. Guy on the pre-show had a can of fish assholes. 
that claimed to be boneless. I'm and sorry, Joseph, I'm showing my ignorance, but uh, what's a fish asshole? I think it's like a joke, like a joke yeah. uh, gag gift. You can get somebody where it's like a tin can and it's uh, the label is okay. like... Like sardine like, can, but it's Yeah, but it's, it says Frank's fish assholes, uh, okay. boneless. <laughs> and and Joe, said, Joe said, well, you wouldn't want a, a bone-in fish assholes. That all makes a sad amount of perfect sense. Uh, and then onomatopoetic sexual misfortune. A lot of sex talk in this pre-show. We had a lot of sex was. talk. It I wasn't don't our know girl why. Jen, was it? No, uh, Jen, uh, Jen did not uh, come to this pre-show this week. No, no I, I don't want to. It was our, it was our, then. it was our friend uh, Kevin, and then uh, Chris, who was a cryptid expert. He joined us today. Really. I love cryptid experts. They're my favorite. I prefer I don't know. my experts encrypted, if at all possible. Fair. <laughs> hey, uh, also, um, you'd be hungry, too, if you were so close to Turkey all the time. Bang. Ah, oh, fudge. I got oh. it in there. I got it in there. See, the trick is I can't let you know it's coming. No, you said that was, that was tricky. So and then I've like added I've, I've added um, Prussian yeah, filibuster. Well done. So because that's you were in there and too late to stop you. Prussian filibuster is really good. So anyway, oh, so I just uh, I fell off. All these dispensaries are in Michigan. No, good, I think good, you're good. I think you're there, Nick. He's not there now. No, he's now left. He's he is now gone. We've lost Nick. And gone. here's the fun. And here's the fun. <laughs> travel through the wormhole. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah, you're you're back now, though. I'm out of space. The best Bonus. thing is, Nick, is you were never gone. We heard you say like, "Hello, hello." Oh, oh I've great! Dro- I've dropped off the call. Oh, great! I should and probably then- have my inner monologue <laughs> inner. <laughs> no. I don't no, think this is quality podcast content. Would you, would you, what would you accept as a gift if in return your inner monologue was always outer monologue? Like you couldn't control it. You couldn't help it. It's just what it was. <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of oh, people man. get awarded edgewise. What would you, but what, what would be a, a prize worthy of that curse? Oh man. Um, Coors Light, maybe Ice housing Coors security. <laughs> and so, Joe, you want housing security, and Nick, you just want a cold Coors Light. Some somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I have dark like thoughts. A, I wouldn't like, want them to be known. Like, Joe, like what directly in the middle of a cold Coors Light and housing security is a nice Stetson hat, and and, uh, and a clear conscience. Stetson hat, and a clear conscience. Which that's all, I, all you can ask for. You know, that's another good show. That's a good show. Title, yeah. Stetson hat. And a clear conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Did either of you chaps get to watch uh, old Joe B on his uh, address? Or I, I did not. Uh, I did not watch it tonight. No, I had I watched the first it. half before I jumped on here. It's good stuff. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean. Did he, in context. 
Did he give anybody a medal of freedom? Not during the portion that I saw. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, did he also, tell any stories I, about hitting anybody with chains? <laughs> or did he call did he call Chuck Schumer corn pop? He may have. He he may have, but he did not refer he did not refer to himself in the third person or the first person at all that I saw. Actually, so, I I think that. he would call Chuck Schumer old Chucky Shoe. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's that's I remember serving with old Chucky Shoe, and then he'd finger gun him. Old call, uh, I would love I that. See, that's the president we deserve. Somebody with some finger guns. I think so. At the State of the Union. Yeah, yeah. Aviator not- glasses, a cold ice cream cone, and finger guns. <laughs> and 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 a guy that leads with your with your turkey hungry joke. Well, and, that's, and he like does that's his icebreaker. And he's not finger gunning during that like uh, that weird State of the Union interlude where like everybody's still clapping because he just showed up and it hasn't started yet. You know, like where the president gets up on the pulpit and then he like, oh yeah, no classy know, he, finger guns. He he looks at his uh, like his joint chief and says like the hey you I see you. I'm talking like, like, and we're going to end child suffering. And then he throws like a wink and a, and a finger gun at <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Like, hey, there he is. Uh, old Burn Dog was in the front row looking old and wiry. I was, I was reading a collection of tweets of like uh, things that happened that no one will believe ever happened. Oh, my God. And, and one of them the, was the Bernie Sanders Muppet. Mm, he wasn't a Muppet. <laughs> nope. Uh, he w- so that's what happens when you are tired and you're trying to find the word for the fucking thing that goes over your hands but doesn't have fingers. He Sock should puppet. be a Muppet. Sock it's puppet. a mitten. It's a mitten. So this is what Nick's inner monologue sounds like. And when he can't fucking wrap his odd mouth around the word mitten, he says Muppet and then can't even fucking pivot off of that. So, yep. No, Bernie tweet- Sanders Muffet joke, <laughs> crash and burn. The tweet was about how somebody was sat on his duffet on- with his mittens <laughs> on his hands, <laughs> <laughs> eating his bagels and locks. <laughs> <laughs> but there was uh, a meme, a meme somewhere. Yes, <sighs> it was someone who was tweeting about when they were at the Bernie Sanders campaign and they suggested that they send courtesy of the Bernie Sanders campaign for president, every working family in America should get a scented candle. And he made this and, and, and the guy can, the guy continued to make the, you know, he was his sales pitch for this idea to Bernie was, but we don't do anything like seasonal, like pumpkin spice. And Bernie's response was, I love your energy, you fucking bitch. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I love your fucking energy, bitch. That was what it was. That was that was his response to that suggestion. And then he just like walked away. I'm torn between absolutely easily believing that and it being beyond credulity. I love your fucking energy, bitch. And then was like... The, the real struggle for me is the fact that Paul worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign. <laughs> Trying to reinvent political campaigns with scented candles. 
but not the popular what? kind. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you've done it now. What right. What would our man, the OG, have named said campaign to revitalize oh, the economy man. via, via oh. a scented candle to all Americans? Th- think on it and circle back. Wait, are you talking like what? what's the name of the candle or like what the scent of the candle is or is this both? It's dealer's choice. I more meant like what is he when he turns on the PowerPoint on his oh laptop iPad to present said pitch. Right. right. What's it, it does, called? Does, it, does it say does it say scented candles for America? Or or is it um it is it is the scent of the candle. The candle is ozone. The acronym is olfactory zoning of neo-economics. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. That's like, hard to beat. It, that's hard that to beat. Means, it, it, it beats my sage and Sanders. That's like a, that's like a bone-in fish anus right there. And that's just <laughs> that's what it is. Sage and Sanders is really good. It'd be like sage a... Sage and like, Sanders. It smells like... A, it smells like... A, like clean laundry, you know? Like Down your mom's shirts. No, this is this would be another scent. this would be another candle. I'm thinking it smells like just clean laundry. Like, it's just called clean laundry. <laughs> well, no, it's uh it's uh you know like you ever, you ever clean out the dryer lint and it's got that nice like sure. Uh, sure. It's a mix of it's a mix of clean laundry and a new book. It's called Belly Button Book. Very nice. Is the campaign called Sent by a hero. Sent. It's uh oh, as in like this. Uh, no, it's not. But I'm gonna. Or I'm gonna. I sent you a hero. That it's it's uh this this candle is sent to you by the next president of the United States. That's that's and, and sent is spelled S C E S C E. Of oh, course, yeah. of course, it is. Yes, of course right. it is. But I do like it. Okay. It's like a sage yep. and sandalwood candle, though. Uh-huh. Well, sage and Sanders wood. Yeah. Which has all sorts of dark intonations. Right. Sanders and candlewood. Well, it's, it's all the occult Ooh. symbols drawn on the side. <laughs> right, there's a, right. There's a, there's a goat's head. There's a. Right. Uh, a and, tri- and the frame a of it. And the frame of well, it. Yeah. The the company that volunteered to produce them was the Liquid Death Company. <laughs> they do they do two things: water canned, and metal cans, canned water, and, and scented candles, and and political campaigns. They're all about can stuff. Yeah, I'm with candles. You. I I keep cancer drugs. Missing the opportunity to use my code word. With candles, <sighs> candles, and cancer drugs. That's like a, a real Martin Skrilly. Yeah. Kind of. Grift. Grift. Hey, <laughs> it's relatable. It is. Okay. It touches everybody in a good way and a bad way. Hey. Uh, that's like, that's <laughs> like not first a- of all, I killed your granddad with these diabetes drugs. And then I bought the Wu-Tang Clan's album. That's, see? That, that's that's the fucking uh, what's the what's the spinometer that we like to use for reference on this show? Tensegrity. Nope. <laughs> hey, speaking of referencing on this show, I found a custom the color go card. 
You did. I forgot about this. And so I'm thinking uh, maybe next week. That'd be fun. We need to get together and, and uh, figure out what are the on a, a, a standard bingo card. There's 25 squares. With the center square being the free space. So we need 24 things that would be on the GeekCast Live bingo card that we could then put on the website as a free download play-along game with the podcast. So things that haven't happened yet or things that already happened that go back and listen? I think maybe that's, uh, that's two different cards, which I'm cool with making. One card would be things that are almost always said on the show. Like right, the other the other one is like Easter egg comments that are going to happen sometime, organically Correct. or not over the next. I don't know. Correct. Few century, the re- the re- century, right? But yeah, so like like for example, like hot route would be one of them. Sure. Um, your ass hurts would be one of them. Um, I think uh, uh, the edibles kick in would be one. Sure. Because it, does, it, it doesn't even have to be um, things that are uh, said. It could be like, like uh, the audio drops out. It's pure fire. <laughs> it's pure fire. <laughs> ah, shit. So Craig, you nice. ignorant slut. It's Craig, nice, you... <laughs> nice to have Rob here in spirit. Yeah. If not in truth. <laughs> my, my, my favorite regional pyromancer. We haven't even referenced oh, the fact that he's not here this week. <laughs> so we've been right talking on. for a, a half an hour. We haven't even said that he's not here. People are probably thinking. People are probably thinking like maybe we're just not. Uh, maybe he just hasn't had anything to say yet. <laughs> no, he quit the show. Oh shit! We just, well, we just have to do this without him now, and we didn't want to bring it up because we didn't want it to be awkward. We didn't want it to be awkward. Now, now you people at home worrying about it, wondering about it, feel like real assholes, don't you, for bringing it up? <laughs> we hadn't said anything. We come here once a week for an hour to bring you unserious entertainment, and you're asking serious questions. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, boy. Now look what you to bed. World. Too far. Go to, too far. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, friends. I, was just... I don't. I don't care where you are. I don't care what time it is. Go to bed. <laughs> which is actually uh, not. Rob... Which isn't awful advice. No, no, no. Especially <laughs> well, yeah. it's the best advice ever, right? If you hate everyone it, else, it could be Saturday morning at ten a.m. for somebody. Eat else. something. If everyone else hates you, go to sleep. Yeah, that's very true. Might be the other way around. I don't know. In all seriousness, Rob is fine. He is uh, actually giving his first, as far as we know, first attempt at uh, uh, self-production of, as we talked about earlier, it's, uh, I don't know if it's Eastern Bloc or Slavic classification, lesbian porn, that uh, Rob uh, has written and directed and produced. And I'm... Dying to see it? I don't know. Right? I don't know. What's really I'm, impressive is his, it's his first attempt as an, at an NFT. Yeah, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so I mean, we're kudos. We're proud of him for we're very for proud. taking that initiative, and yeah. we're very proud of you. 
Look, Ed, it's, it's Martin Shkreli, I know we were just making fun of you. If you want to buy it from him, he'll sell it to you for $18 million. I think as a show, we need to be producing NFTs. I don't know what it means or how that would work, but we should create an original piece of digital art. Now, that's the thing. Isn't a podcast episode a piece of digital art that's original yeah, to us? I would think so. So the only thing we, is, couldn't we auction off like episode 200? But then how do they own we'd, that? Yeah, what, we'd, that we'd, have to, we'd have to take and separate the file and make it into an NFT, whatever that means, so that there's a blockchain to it. So that people could track the ownership of that digital art. And then we'd have to remove it from circulation. You wouldn't be oh, able to listen you, to you'd it. You'd never anymore. be able to listen to it because somebody would own it. Yep. I, well, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice one lamb. Un unless we did a remix of the episode and then just put it out again. Because that's illegal. Yeah. We could just put like a, a constant, like a four count, uh, like air horn in the back of the episode. And it's a new thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think Let's I'm pretty real. sure you can just change the name of file and it's a new thing. I will it's, sell it's the entirety. Dumb. I'll sell the entirety of season one right now. Yeah. For something, something in between a cold Coors Light and housing security. <laughs> <laughs> Make an offer. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'll take a good, like if you had a a gently used good tennis racket. I would sell I would trade you straight up for all of season one. Might be underselling us a skosh, but roll with uh, it. Uh, season yeah, one was before season one was, was uh was teeth cutting time, so yeah. it's fine. And I'll just remix it and, and then I'll have a tennis racket. Right. Because apparently that's how non fungible uh, tokens it's, work. It's really fucking dumb. <laughs> and I don't understand it enough. It's kind of like BitClout. Yeah, is, some people are going to make a lot of money off of it, and then it's going to just some. It's just going to go away <laughs> overnight, and <laughs> and we'll laugh about it down the road. I thought uh, much like that Quanon program that you made me watch. Quanon, which is in my tonic water, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to figure that one out. <laughs> hey, I've got uh, a do. I've got a do review that I'd like to talk about. Is is this a do review? It is. Oh, fantastic! You remember too many cooks. Too, too many, many cooks. Too. No, what was yes. that? Cooks. It takes a lot to make a stew. <laughs> um. So that was on a show apparently called. Uh, infomercials oh really i thought it was just a bit yeah I didn't well know it was that's show. that's what the show infomercials apparently is it's a series of these um insane bits and hold on i'm never coming back i need to go do this for a living now <laughs> no shit <laughs> i did and not know this was a thing well, Nick and I have been making these forever. We call them menageries. Yeah. Oh, God. They're glorious. Um, but anyway, uh, I found episode, the very first one <laughs> they ever did was a little thing called Boom Shakalaka. Or Broom. Broom Shakalaka. Broom Shakalaka. 
unedited footage of a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Hey, these are all on HBO Max. If you go to the Cartoon Network hub on HBO Max, HBO Max, and that, if you're playing along at home, is when the edibles kicked in. It's a... uh, it's called infomercials, and there's one with Jerry O'Connell called, um, I think it's called Cool Dad, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's like a 1990s movie trailer starring Jerry O'Connell as like Stu Appleton, and he's a cool dad. And at the end of the movie trailer, the fake movie trailer for Cool Dad, it replays the exact same thing. Only this one's called like Taco Dad. And it's the same story beats in the trailer, except rather than being cool, he's always making tacos. Uh And they do this 40 times. (laughs) It's, (laughs) It's 19 minutes of the same 30 seconds, but it's just a different dad. And it's Jerry O'Connell, and and it's Jerry, and it's Jerry O'Connell in every single one of them, except for when Jerry O'Connell's playing plant dad, because then he's just a potted plant. (laughs) But that's we're not even talking about that. We're talking specifically about episode one, Broom Shakalaka, which is an infomercial for a uh, a broom that's not only a broom, it's also a flamethrower. It's a vacuum. It's a leaf blower. It's a like a it's a uh, a, uh, it's a samurai cir- razor knife a a, 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 a super a blender, uh, circumcision or knife blender. yes yeah like a brist knife it's a brist knife um a and vacuum. it's it, it stars it's heavier our, than it looks yes it, it also stars friend of the show uh, Asian Jim and old uh, R Park and he is as always he is amazing in it but i it made me laugh it made me laugh like the first time i saw too many cooks which i think the first time you see too many cooks it's fucking hilarious the 15th time you see it you'd never want to see it again but it is gets a little repetitive broom shakalaka made me about i was almost rolling on the floor laughing it comes out hot. I, I think it could have been half as long and still been effective, but I, I don't think it would have stretched the horror quite as far. When when he there's a throwaway line at the beginning about how he uh <laughs> where he's like former uh, dad, former, former father. Former, former father. And it was like, I heard that. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> and then when it becomes a crucial plot point, yeah. I, I fucking, I fucking died. <laughs> it was a really, really well done Chekhov's gun. Yes, yeah. oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was absolutely. a Chekhov's ghost child. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta, uh, gotta, boy. gotta write that down. Chekhov's ghost child. And then, there we go. Is this about French fries? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. And when Randall Randall first said, I was the, like, what the, are you the My pillow about? guy that's doing it is good, but it, Randall Park is always just has a certain something well, that works for me. He does the really good um 
well, first of all, he's like, he's a, a great straight man. Yes. yes. Confused every man. Is, yes. He's, is a he's perfect con- thing for him. Confused every man. Our park is fantastic. He was, he was a tremendous audience stand in too. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. Cause his, that's how, yeah, that's how he is. You watching it. Yes. Like, like Karen, what are you doing? Why are you doing? Like, I can't believe you bought into this. Like, no, stop it. It's terrible. He's going to bleed out and die. And it's going to be your fault. (laughs) And she just wants, she just wants her dog back. (laughs) (laughs) Which I wish we had a production house. Uh, Big set and lights and. If you, right. if there was like a, cause there's another show that it doesn't remind me anything at all about this, but this is how do reviews work. Yeah. Even if we just had what like, um, try not to laugh has. Yes. Smosh. Smosh where it was just like, we have good cameras and good lighting and some good microphones. And then just like a, a carrot top box of props. Yes. Would be, would be fun. So imagine having last 30 seconds. That's the bad part of that. Well, see, I think I don't, have you ever have you seen that Nick like on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. I I, okay. I don't. I, I, I think don't that think that's we a would great... do well at that. I think we do better at trying to film our own seven minute gag <laughs> bit spoof with a script. Uh, yeah, like a yes, like a. See, guess the other, the other thing too is that's not like a loose script. What we saw was very scripted and very oh, it was polished. Extremely. Yeah, it was really good. And I love when he comes back and he's. He, because he put the broom in his ass. God damn it. <laughs> yes. How? How did you hurt yourself? It was a normal broom. It's up my ass. Oh no, it's up my ass. <laughs> and he just he just like exasperated. What? Okay. Then then perish. Yes. <laughs> Jim, Jim, you're going to die. You're going to bleed out and die. God damn it. It's so funny. It's, it's just, it is insane though. And there's, and then, and then he starts destroying it. He destroys the whole set with a laser. And that's what gets people to buy it. Oh, God damn it. There's so, so many good. of these, so many of these on, um, on there too. Uh, live forever as you are now with Alan Resnick, which <laughs> which is one of them. There's I another one. Book of Christ, for profit online university. <laughs> are they? Are they? Is this like a like a a share site, like a platform, or like invite only, or do these people like produce film on their own and then submit, or is this? No, I, I'm I just think, curious how it I all think comes this to is, market. I think this is put together by Adult Swim. I think Adult Swim okay. says, like, write something. Like, does anybody have a fucking wacky idea? And one guy says, yeah, I bought, I bought, like, a broom. But it's, like, a broom that does, like, other things, too. And it's, uh, and it just, uh, and he dies showing it because he has to, he has to sell 2,250 of them because that's, <laughs> that's how much time <laughs> would be saved having this multi-tool. And if that saved time equates to the, to one human life. <laughs> Oh, God. that brings me to the one thing that I wish. Uh, uh, the average dog lives one-sixth of the life of a human, but they still gave it a full human life's worth of sales. <laughs> right, which almost doesn't... It, 
it doesn't seem like an oversight. It's almost no. like they did that to make someone say, like, wait a second. So that well, dog's going to live one <laughs> human life? Right. Well, and I was watching the timer thinking, okay, so when it gets to 75, whatever it is, the dog's coming back. I, I wasn't even thinking about how long a dog's life would have to be for it to work. I was looking for that third timer mark. Right. <laughs> it would have been, see, uh, it would have been funny if she did the math or if, if that was a conversation that her and, and Randall Park said, yes. where he, she was like, I want the dog. We have to sell another 2,250 of them so my dog will come back. And he says, like, Karen, but dogs don't live that long. You actually only need another 1,317. Right. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> if he did them, if he had the math already done. Right. He just as knew if, it. As if, well, either he just, either he just knew it or he's been thinking about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's been occupying his mind for a while. Huh. Jesus. It is just, it just is, it's, in 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 his preparation for the commer- for the infomercial. He was like, let's say nine hours a year. That's eleven, that's eleven years per broom. <laughs> So how many would I need if it was a dog? Right. One, one and a half. <laughs> the, uh, oh no, the life of the broom. We don't know how long, uh, how long would the broom last at nine hours a year? And you're going to get 11 years. Jesus. The. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. The, the, the thing about these shows too, is that you can't just like, I couldn't sit down tonight and like pop off four of them. I got to like, because there's, there's seven, they're like 11 to 27 minutes long. It's, right. w- it's watching an episode of television or a half an episode of television. It's, and there's I, at um, least, uh, there's a cool dad was like season one, episode 45. So there's not, there's not a, just a small amount of these. Right. So yeah, that, that's fantastic. That, that was if the bar review. wasn't so high, I would love the challenge of writing and filming and putting up one of those. I'm Divert everything. Shits. I think so in, uh, in the industry, one of the things you would do if like, if, if we were going to go pitch a show to Netflix, we would have our treatment. We would probably have, um, like a show Bible. And then we would have to have either a sizzle reel or like a student film version, like an un, an unpolished pilot let's say of like a proof of concept. I think that you could take menagerie as a, just as it is right now as a proof of concept and they would recreate menagerie as an infomercial and it would be just fine. I think we are, I think we have everything we need to be able to sell menagerie as an infomercial. I would watch that as like a, a, like a mighty boosh. At one point, I think we make Jordan disappear by slowly walking backwards into a streetlight. Fantastic. I think you're right. I love the, uh, the they old-timey they film really effect with the, uh, the truck antenna. Yeah, and the only... Oh, yeah, when you move the, you move the truck antenna across the, uh, across the lens as if it's that old... Yeah, the old-timey film yeah. effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also... Um, the entire three and a half minutes is to the song Edelweiss. <laughs> it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. <sighs> there was a hammer. Yeah, I wouldn't fight. mind uh, watching that again. I I like, have them somewhere. I know that, but I mean, like, we should get together and. It would be good. To, it would be good to play them at our very first uh, ever live show. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, it's haunting. It's haunting and powerful. I know. That I remember that much. Or I was uh, hammered. <laughs> yeah, we also uh, we also had a uh, like a authentic copy of Mind Conf. The, the best part of that whole nonsense is that was produced. That was produced off of like an eight-minute whim. Yes. Uh, of, of hey, is that camera battery charged? And what are you doing for the next couple of hours? You want to film a? What are you doing? Film a weird short film, and we actually did it. We that that one was done on like a whim. And then we actually made a plan to get back together to film another one. And we did. There's actually two menageries. And then I filmed one without you, Nick, with my brother and his friends that uh, we went on location. We were at like a car wash. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Gary Schwartz gave your dad a blowjob. On yeah. Gary Schwartz gave my uh, simulated uh, oral sex in the back of a boat. It was something else. Your dad was How'd you dressed find time to build a moat as as dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> My dad was dressed as intergalactic dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> yes, boy, yeah. that's uh, a that, that screen jugger for a hunter live show or whatever, or like a Patreon, like extra extra level up. We'll send you I, a weird ass eight minute video. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, it's my first NFT. Nice. Right. Anyway, that's the, that's our do review. That was good. Go watch Broom Shakalaka on HBO Max and or YouTube. It's. Yeah, I'll put it's it in the show notes. Ten which means well I, which means I won't. <laughs> Did you uh, jokers get uh, caught up on the end of uh, Falcone and the Winter Soldier? Yes, I am completely caught up. Joe uh, has watched one episode, and I've, I've uh, watched two. Is, is, I've is, watched, is, is watched two, two episodes. Oh, of of fuck stick and the sad boy. So should we wait till next week so we can watch? We should. Rob we should go wait. up in, in human flame. We should wait till next week. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be good. I think I could probably at this point. We kind of did it different than normal. Normally, we do like we we do like a quick catch up that we do the do review and then we go into the main discussion. We did a uh, main discussion do review, which I think is okay. Yeah, so I'm all right good. with it. You got to mix things and up if, sometimes. If Rob's not here to emulate himself, then I guess we'll just not talk about other things. It's fine. Exactly. So, Nick, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, nothing. No hard geeking. I did watch the the Quainon program, which we can discuss at a later date. I wouldn't say I'm geeking on it because it, it I had to stop watching it with the wife because we kind of it felt like we were somehow without meaning to were like making fun of special needs people mm-hmm. at the whole time. And so I just it, we had to stop. It's it's brutal. Um, it is it is brutal. Like we weren't laughing but it felt like somehow we were by the sheer awfulness of it, that we were somehow mocking those that were like less fortunate humans. 
it's really dumb. Um, so, well, go ahead. We, could, we could talk about it more deeply at some other point, but I, I think one of the dangers of QAnon is the fact that you don't have to be mentally deficient to get sucked in. You don't have to be a poor person to be sucked in. There are like wealthy, educated people who are falling for this shit and giving their lives yeah, to Q. Well, that, that, would, his. that would be a that would be a good discussion to have. I yeah. I, to compare research, I have not come across. I am not an expert, but I have not come across anyone who fits in that bucket that I've heard speak on the topic. Uh, everyone that I've heard or seen writing about it, I'm not all over Twitter, seems to be a person who's either socially, emotionally, or mentally challenged in some way, shape, or form from former President Trump on down. I'm serious. I mean, look at the... I mean, I, I do think the, the Capitol the conspiracy Hill theories can such. really be... Yeah. I'm not saying that, that somehow other people are impervious to it. I just seems to be that this one is so transparently stupid that it is tracking and appealing almost only to a certain demographic but oh that that part i agree with when you put it as certain demographic it is it's, uh it's I really i know <laughs> i know quite i know uh, uh quite a bit of people who i wouldn't say were uh I'm trying to trying to word this the right way. They're, they they're not mentally deficient, but you must think differently after hearing their position. Yeah. E- yes. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's one of those things where it's like, what is it like? Uh, all all uh, all rectangles are squares, but not all squares are rectangles. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, I like I don't think all QAnon believers are mentally deficient. No, I'm sure they're not. But I, but no, but, but I, no, I'm actually, I should have said this the wrong way because it, it actually doesn't work. Yeah, what I'm trying to I, say is, I, I, I know a lot of people who aren't, who are like, are very sharp people who believe this. The, right. But, but then when you say that, you have to say then, but then are they really sharp people? And that's my, that's the conundrum right. I can't, I can't yeah. make. I kind of, I put it's it in the, the same bucket as like Scientology. You know, it, they're, they're, I'm sure there's, I know that there's intelligent people that are involved in that, but it's it's a line in the sand that I, you're now right. in a, permanently in a bucket and I can never oh, see that out I of can, that bucket. That I completely agree and, with. Yes. Yeah. I, exactly. And I yeah. can't, I can no longer classify you however I classified you before I had that piece of information. Yes. Yes. That is one hundred percent true. Once I know that you're you believe it, I I you're always tainted by that now. Yeah, it's 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 so yeah. It, it's Until it's powerful in that way. Um, you almost need to make like a big biblical atonement if you come out of it. Like well, because there's a um you honestly then have to question every conversation you've ever had with them about anything. Yeah. Yes. Like to its core. Right. I would ha- I would have to change the way that I proceeded with said person, and that's that's a that's a bummer, you know. <laughs> Welcome to my life the last couple of years, gentlemen. Oh, I I can't even oh. imagine. <laughs> I, uh, I, it's 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 the it's the same one I'm in. I know so. I know it is. No, I'm with you. It's just it's very stressful. 
Oh my god. But uh, I anyways, with everything, there's, there's say, at least at least levels. in your career, people aren't coming to you to talk about meaning in their lives. No, that's true. That's true. One hundred percent. One hundred. And you don't have to think about how you're going to handle that if it comes up. <laughs> yeah, you're not with, allowed with to go in the just that that parsonage and do a line of coke and then come back and revisit the conversation. <sighs> I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I, I'm not putting although, words in your mouth. You yeah. know what they say, every time you see four Catholics, there's a fifth. I like that. That's, That's I good. don't know that, but I like it now. Um, so the long way around is I was I used some time to watch some of that. Uh, also watching a little bit of said Scientology show and the Falcon Winter Soldier with the kids to catch up for conversations. So none of those things are a full-on geek investment but that's was the use of my free time uh aside from you know the omnipresent youth sports that's just getting kicked into gear but yeah i hear you there yeah we'll put a pen in that one too no pun intended <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I stumbled right into that line by the way it was not something i had about my sleeve i liked it yeah uh iosef what about you i uh i as far as it, as far as one can geek on it, I also was geeking on into the storm. Um, I I totally agree with our conversation last week, Ryan. It's it's a totally different animal to see actual people and not mm-hmm. just listen to it. And also, it was really interesting, especially in the first few episodes, watching all of the story beats and being like, "Oh, I was, I was on the internet for that. I remember being on the internet when that became a thing for the first time." Right. I mean, you remember going to 4chan. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, you, I, and, you, and you remember, you probably, re- I remember when 8chan became a thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then, and, and what was, and then right before 4chan was the Infinity uh, Chan. Something awful. Was something awful. I remember that mm-hmm. very much. And that was right around the time there was, there was like E-bombs world. Yeah. And, and all that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember being there for all that, not ever thinking that yeah, no, I was just there to have fun. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really cultivate a community in any of those places, which is probably what saved me. Yeah, no shit. Oh God. Um. Yeah, was, all my community it, it was from it, outside it of it. Make it and less. It it was uh, it was like fighting uh, on the undead during daylight hours. It was watching that. It made it much less. Scary, uh, terrifying. Terrifying is way too much yeah. of a word. It's fucking for no. I, I understand. But it made it, made it way less like ethereal and like spooky. It's just like oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I always okay. like like I know that right. like Fred Brennan is is a is a, a little person, but I always forget, and now I'll never will because I've actually seen him <laughs> for well, forever. But yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't, it's not like a, it's not like a notable thing. It's just like, I, I, in your head, you have this image of what somebody who makes an, uh, a Chan would look like. You yeah. Know. It's all, it's, it's moot pool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. It's fucking syndrome. Right. Yes. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm picturing moot as syndrome now and it's, it's it not bad more than it should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and to balance that out, I've been watching a ton of try not to laugh challenge stuff. 
on YouTube. It's a good because uh, you just yeah, you just you need the exact opposite, and um, it it makes me laugh consistently. Um, there, I, I don't know if it's a thing that's going to continue now that we're we're semi post pandemic. Um, certainly by Christmas, I hope that we're there. Um, but Maddie's dad used to, uh, for Christmas every year, he would put together these elaborate, uh, games, I guess you could say, um, like one year he prepared an entire thing of family feud and he tried to like gear the questions toward like, you know, what would, uh, an average team made up of our kids, uh, his kids and his wife's kids and their spouses, uh, our spouses, uh, what would they know? What would they be able to answer? Sure. Um, another year we did like a scavenger hunt that took up their whole house. And, uh, to do the scavenger hunt, you had to like, uh, there would be like a trivia question you'd have to answer and it would lead you to the next clue and so on and so forth until you had all of the clues, which would allow you to put together, uh, to collect the puzzle pieces so that we could, as a group, put together a puzzle at the end. And once the puzzle was completed, the time stopped. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's a really fun thing. Another year when we were in Connecticut, they did like a murder mystery dinner theater thing. Um, I think it would be tremendous if he put together a, a try not to laugh challenge. For yeah, I want to, I want to do it for Festivus. Yeah. I think it'd be very fun. <laughs> Yeah, you split. Yeah, just it's, I. Yes, it yeah. would be fucking. That's, that's really what it comes down to. I want to get together with a group of people I like, trust, and know, <laughs> and do a try not to laugh challenge because that's that's all I do when I show up on this show every week, guys. That's all I really want to do is make <laughs> you guys laugh. Well, you you do it. So you know, and and listeners, after spending the 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 bulk of the rest of your six days trying to not laugh at people, I assume. Yeah, sure. To a certain degree. Yeah, no, it really is. I actually got off the 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 episode last week and I had such a good time on the clubhouse and such a good time with with you guys that I was like this is like as far as it goes, uh, this is my Sabbath day is Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, even though even though I work in the morning, like this is I relax. It's the only time during the week I relax. <laughs> well good everybody yeah. needs their catharsis place that's for sure right so anyway so yeah all of that i guess is my stuff i'm geeking on this week uh rye guy bring us home uh two things two tv shows that uh natalie and i have been watching uh that we've really liked well the first one i watch while she's in the shower and i can watch what i want to watch and not have to worry about who's watching it with me is right. uh, a show called Invincible on Amazon. It is animated. It's about superheroes. It's a Robert Kirkman property, the guy who did The Walking Dead. And it might be the quintessential uh, non-Marvel, non-DC wow. thing I've ever seen. That's it's awesome. The all niche the world has been waiting for. All original characters. It's an adult cartoon. You're not watching like something that was made for Disney. There's sex and copious amounts of violence and curse words and um and it is really fucking good. Really cool superheroes. Um a lot of you know a powers that you would understand, some powers I haven't really seen in a superhero before, which is kind of neat. That seem very original. Um 
it's it's about the main character whose uh, superhero name is Invincible. Um, really good. So I would recommend that. I think there's eight episodes. I think they're an hour long. Uh, the second show, um, if you like true crime or like uh, detect not procedurals but like detective stuff, um, if you like movies like uh, Gone Girl, uh, stuff set out east. This is a this would be a Philadelphia area, uh, mayor of East Town on HBO Max, starring uh, the beautiful Kate Winslet and the incredibly talented Guy Pierce. Is it any good? I keep that they, they're beating the piss out of the trailer. So we watched the first, uh, there's only two episodes available. We gobbled them up. Um, there, I it's really good. It is, um, I heard it's only seven episodes, which I, I hate because that's just, I, I want more. That seems too little. Give me 10. But uh, it's so far, it's super good. It's super good. It's, uh, it's in a small town. It's in East Town, which is, they portray it as a, a, a very small town where like everybody went to high school with everybody and everybody knows everybody. One of those towns. It's not even like Oak Forest, Illinois, where there's no way that could be. It's maybe it's maybe two thousand people in the town or in the yeah like in the town. Gotcha. It's um, like Washington Depot. Yes, and or Stars she is, Hollow. If you're a Gilmore Girls fan, she's which I am not. She is uh like the detective <laughs> for this little community's police force. Uh, Kate Winslet is. Gotcha. And Guy Pierce plays a uh, an author who has moved to East town to write his next book. Uh, it is not based on a book. It is just uh, an original idea too, by the creator of the show. So it's that, not an, it's not an just, adaptation at all. It's completely original. The description you gave was like, Oh, so Stephen King's doing another story. That's I, I, the reason I know that is because I wanted to know what book it was based off of. So I, as I was watching the first episode, I was online like, what book is this based off of? And to my surprise, not based on anything. None. Yeah. So uh, that, I, I think it's, it, it'd probably be worth a shot, Nick. If you want like a, like a gritty, uh, slow burn drama, definitely a drama about a, a, a broken down detective woman in her probably 50s. would so i forgot to say that too i forgot to say that we were um we didn't watch it this week but we were like early pre-geeking on watching the nevers on hbo i haven't that. seen any of the nevers either but i hear it's pretty good it's it's pretty good is it okay it, it borders on real good and then it throttles back it's it's uh boy how do i want to say that I don't have uh, I don't have a good connection. It, it's uh, it's hmm. yeah. I totally fumbled this. I was trying to make a Bridgerton <laughs> bash joke. It's 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 Bridgerton if Bridgerton didn't suck and Bridgerton had magic and things. It's I like little, that. It's got a little bit of like uh, Sherlock's Holmesian. You know, British like, Victoria, like Victorian England. 
Yeah, it's 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 that it's oh. that period. It's it's like it's Reminds it's me. like Bridgerton in its setup, only more urban, and it's you know got gritty like fantasy. It's it's cool because it is. I, I would say it is an original type of. It clearly takes from other genres, but it's an original kind of kind of setup, and I don't know that it'll that it'll go anywhere but the first two episodes were uh were good cool definitely definitely i'd say it's worth watching the first two and then evaluate from there what show the nevers oh okay gotcha gotcha on on hobo hobo max in the middle of that i remembered the other show i was uh monday night uh i stayed up and watched it until like four o'clock in the morning uh, it's on HBO. Damn. It's called Warrior. 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 Yes, it is about. Um, it's uh, shortly after the uh, Civil War in San Francisco. It is about uh, the Chinese, and it is a. Um, it is definitely. I mean, the main. I mean, it, it's um, a predominantly Asian cast. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not subtitled, it is not dubbed, but they do this cool thing where they will be talking in Chinese for right. like a good amount of time. So let's say, let's say and it might be, uh, you know, on a TV, sh- on a TV show, I think, a 45 seconds is a long time to do anything. Yeah. They'll be talking in Chinese for 45 seconds and the camera will start on one character and it'll pan around and collect all the characters in the scene while they're having this conversation. And when it gets back to the original actor, he goes from Chinese immediately into English. Really? And so, right. And so it shows you like, this is this, it's like they give, you get like a kind of a best in both worlds. It's a really cool way to allow for an English speaking audience to, digest the show while also give you like a this is what it would be like in chinatown right now in hey. 19 in the early 1900s it's, it's really this, cool this is based on the on bruce lee's writing mm, is it I'm, I'm just reading it now the writers of the show it's bruce lee it's based on his uh like journals memoirs and writings Okay. okay, that that that's I from IMDb. That, I just I went to look it up because I'm going to say that tracks because if you go to season two and you look at episode nine, the title of the episode is "Enter the Dragon." Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's on Cinemax, right? Well, it's a Cinemax show, but it is a uh, um, it's on HBO Max. It is. Yes. Okay, I would I would check this out. That, he that looks. Checks, he looks like this for me. Yeah. I, are are is this based off of like stories that happened to Bruce Lee? Is that what you're telling me? It doesn't say. It just says based on the writings of Bruce Lee. Okay, because the uh, <laughs> it, during the Tong Wars in the late 1800s, Ah Sam, a martial arts prodigy from China, immigrates to San Francisco and becomes a hatchet man for the most powerful <laughs> Tong in Chinatown. I, when you said no. that at first, I was like, oh, wow, really cool. And then I started thinking, Bruce Lee's killed a lot of people. 
in the 1800s. <laughs> in the 1800s is the key to that conundrum. Oh, oh, here it is. This, this series is based on an original series concept co-developed by Bruce Lee for a proposed TV series that ultimately was modified into Kung Fu in 1972. Oh, well, there, there you go. go. That is awesome. And, th- and I had heard that now that you read that. It I also remember. makes more sense. Uh, yes, it does. It is, um, it is really good, though. And it is, it is uh, real sexy. I personally ladies. was really vibing on the idea that Bruce Lee was a 170-year-old <laughs> murderer. Contract Hat- killer. Hatchet. That would have been sweet. <laughs> Actually, let's write that movie. Yeah. Right? Um, we'll get that oh, yeah, guy who played... To where he wouldn't kill somebody, but... Undead Hatchet finger. Man... Well, there's a show. There's a late show title there. And I love wow. it. I was trying to say the word Green Hornet, and I couldn't get Green Hornet out, too. <laughs> but it's anyhow. it's it's really good, though, and it's very violent. And uh, Assam, the the main character, is a uh, absolute uh, badass. So and then there's he's got a buddy who's like a little weasel dick Chinese guy, right? He's like a. <laughs> He's like the main man. He's like the, the, the second in command to this, to like the leader of the tongs. And, mm-hmm. and he, uh, Little weasel dick. Yeah. And he, I'm pretty sure he's now killed the majority of his people with like, um, like super thin, like knives, like stilettos. And he'll, he'll stab a dude like 4 million times in the belly in like three seconds. And then slit their throat, and it's it's Ugh. fucking wild. Yeah. So I liked it. I liked it. I'll probably catch an episode tonight instead of editing this episode. But you know, makes the tracks. That tracks. So if you liked what you listened to, if you if you want to uh, uh, help us rise up the charts, go to uh, the uh, Apple iTunes app, give us five stars, and write a review. Um, tell us how sad you are that Rob has left the show. He'd like maybe, that. Maybe we'll send you a uh, a clip, a, a trailer, new. if you will, for his independent film project. And uh, other and, uh, things you might do. If I you can't like back that up heard. with any facts, yeah. but uh, well, it's way too fungible. Yeah, it's true. Follow us on the socials. Reach out to us. Hang out with us on uh, Facebook, Twitter uh itunes spotify wherever you can find us um if you'd like to hang out with us on clubhouse for an hour before the show um reach out to us uh you can if if you're already on clubhouse just look up the geek cast follow follow the uh the comedy podcast club and uh and look for the scheduled posting of our pre-show uh the geek cast live pre-show right that that's what it's called Yes, and, the podcast uh, live pre-show. Yeah, uh, if you're not on Clubhouse and you'd like to be, and you have an iPhone, reach out to us. I think between Ryan and I, we have a uh, a King's Dozen or 19 invites available. <laughs> <laughs> a, a King's Dozen. Hey, and uh, and if you wanted to do that, now would be the time. Um, this Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Eddie Brill's Only Joking, which can only be found in the Comedy Podcast Club on Clubhouse. Uh, making his Clubhouse debut will be Bill Burr. 
So Bill Burr being interviewed by one of the, the best interviewers out there in Eddie Brill. This is going to be, this is going to break Clubhouse. So we're expecting anywhere from one to 5,000 people in this room, and it's going to be wild and fun. And uh, uh, get in there. You'll have a chance possibly to, to access Bill Burr, have some laughs, ask him a question, tell him a joke, et cetera, et cetera. So if you want in, now would be the time. All right, all right. Speaking oh, of and, things, uh, it's, the time, it's time to get in on. GCLDeathThreadless.com? Yeah, get yourself some merch, motherfuckers. GCL.threadless.com. Follow us on the socials, and uh, you can go to uh, violentpress.com, and that's where you can find all our uh, old episodes, including uh, season one, which is for sale. Yep. Rob made that website. <laughs> Call your grandpa. He, he did make that. Oh. Also, send us money on Patreon. Oh, yeah, that one. Patreon.com slash Live. Like maybe $1,000 so I could talk to Joe about the greatest movie that's ever yeah, been. Yeah, do that. Be good. Oh, a preview for the Nevers. Huh. Yeah, call your grandparents, though. Ryan's right. Bye. Hey, everybody. As always, we want to give a special shout-out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, uh, old Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, my man Fans, my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova. Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product. Without you, thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle flap. And the hoozy.